0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me today on the Sovereign Mind, Body, and Soul podcast with Coach Jerry. I am your host, Coach Jerry. And for those of you who are unaware, this podcast was created to help you find the self-empowerment to utilize your own individual sovereignty. Not dependent on pharma, not dependent on the medical system, not dependent on fitness influencers. You find the answers for yourself. You source your health and you optimize your life. And I'm happy to help you do that. And with that in mind, I've got a gentleman with me today who is very much on the same vibration as we are, very much in line with spreading the truth, with helping people find their own self-empowerment, their own strength. He trains athletes, he trains everyday people, uh, and he's just an a deep thinking philosophical good dude he's an american patriot and i'm happy to have him with me today mr brandon richie brandon how you doing thanks for joining me
1: i'm doing great man i i'm honored to be on the show I'm, I'm i'll tell you i really like this this app i need to do more video it's just uh you know we put our energy in so many different places you know so it kind of it's kind of these days filling out what's the best fit the best platform to kind of get all this stuff out into the into the spectrum so right like out into that. the
0: ether out into the ether just get it out there and uh yeah yeah uh, get this app set up man we'll do uh if you want we, you and i can do a live on your on your channel or something so you can get familiar with it um, yeah I'm absolutely it. yeah
1: Ab- absolutely but,
0: yeah i agree i agree uh whatever way we can find to get creative and um and uh get get our version of events out there and uh, you know as we're all independent journalists nowadays it seems yeah and, and folks now,
1: say, is, this, is this streaming live on Facebook too, or is it?
0: Just no, is just record only. Record okay. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. This is record only. Um, but, uh, yeah. So guys, we started talking before, before we started recording and, um, uh, we started jamming on the topic that we want to cover today, which is free speech. And, uh, and like Brandon was saying, we were talking about different ways to get our information out there because Brandon, much like myself, uh, has got a heart and soul dedicated towards, um, self-improvement, self-mastery, a large component of that is fitness. And we see a large area of opportunity in, in our world. And a big part of that lies in how information is disseminated and assimilated. And we see a very one-sided affair. So <clears throat> we've both experienced um, censorship, shadow bans, outright bans. Um, obviously, the verbal attacks from, from people that are following the mainstream narrative don't want to question things. And, uh, so this free speech thing has become a real hot button issue. And Brandon, we were talking a little bit about Kanye and, uh, Kanye is <laughs> dude. He's just like, that guy is a trip. Um, you know, and I think Kanye, uh, what I really want to decipher what I really want to talk about out of the whole Kanye thing is essence. And, um, but but we're going to talk about a little nuts and bolts comedy first. But I want to talk about the essence of Kanye West and people like Kanye because once we talk about the essence of people, then we can really then we can really have a legitimate conversation instead sort of arguing semantics and what was said, what wasn't said. Um, and then we can look at the essence of a Joe Biden. We can look at the essence of a Klaus Schwab. We can look at the essence of a Bill Gates and an essence of a Donald Trump, someone like that. So we were talking about you know Kanye will say some great shit, some mic drop shit right some viral content shit and then he'll pull some shit so brandon was filling me in on something i hadn't heard about so brandon what was this he he went white supremacist or something Uh,
1: all right so i now to be fair and full disclosure i have not followed this story in its entirety it was just a brief clip that i caught off the holiday it was busy during the holiday uh over thanksgiving it was kind of in and out with family and whatnot so i'm still trying to follow the news cycle you know, in between everything, but, um, but what I, from what my understanding is there, it was, he, he had planned, he he planned a dinner uh with, with president Trump a, a while back, a couple of few months back, they had this thing on the calendar. All right. And so it was in Mar-a-Lago. So he shows up to Mar-a-Lago, but he shows up with this other guy with him. And yeah. according to, to what, from what I understand is it's, you know, the president, he didn't really, he didn't know who this other guy was. And he, uh, he, it was a short meal. It was a short meeting and, uh, and then they departed. Well, it turns out this other guy, I guess, was, um, allegedly a white supremacist or, or something of that nature. Yeah, Nick that's that's the guy yeah i don't know him. i don't know anything about him um but apparently that's that's the story so so what what the question is i guess is you know how in the hell did they manage to get inside mar-a-lago it's not like you just walk in somebody's not doing their job to vet people to come in and out of there right so that was what i heard in the news cycle and that's where all the uproar is about and people are going to politicize it and do what they do. But, um, but it was just an interesting thing nonetheless. And Kanye's always at the front. It seems like at the tip end of everything. That's, you know, a lot of things that are controversial, he likes to get on the tip end of that, of that spear. Um, and that's an interesting trait to me. That's a, it's interesting that he's that way. Uh, cause I think it, I think he, it I think it's very intentional. Um, and I think he does it because he knows that he can, he can, you know, he can, he can beat the headlines, you know, he can get up, he can get out in front of it and good or bad. It's like the old saying is um, what's the, you know, they say, uh, even bad publicity is publicity. Right. So, uh, good, bad, indifferent, whatever publicity is publicity. So it'll make the headlines and he gets to the front page of the story. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One thing I find interesting, um, and so, like, for me, I never see things at face value. Um, I'm always looking under under the hood and seeing what, what you know, what are the possibilities here? So, um, some possibilities. He's clinically insane with streaks of brilliance, right? The old madman, genius, fine line. <laughs> uh, maybe somebody's drugging him up. Um, there was, you know, he's, he shared some text messages from one of his trainers. I believe a personal trainer he had that threatened to have him committed and doped up. Um, but one effect that kind of has me raising my eyebrow is that when Kanye or anyone like Kanye goes to the absolute extreme in his behavior and his comments, one thing that you cannot help but notice is the obvious hypocrisy of people that hate what he does Mm -hmm. and says yet they don't hold themselves accountable to their own condemnation so yeah being anti-semitic bad um and i don't i don't 100 buy that narrative either um i've seen what kanye said was it nice no is it untrue that we don't know right like he would know better than i would if if the jews run hollywood he would know i I wouldn't Mm -hmm. um but yeah for all intents and purposes, being anti-Semitic is bad. And if he's truly, if he's truly a bigot on some level, not cool. But here's the thing that's just odd: is 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 they will throw all kinds of uproar over over someone being anti-Semitic or what have you, or being anti-establishment, or going against the narrative, or talking out against against um, against the common the common talk. Yeah, they'll turn turn around and, and totally not say a damn word about like uh pedophilia and mm-hmm. and I know as soon as you say that that word all of a sudden you become a right- wing extremist, which I think is absolutely disgusting How, how has pedophilia become a political talking point it's absurd it's, it's not bad. it's not made up it's factual it's really happening and the fact that that there's a lot of evidence pointing towards Hollywood and washington d c is being heavily um, heavily involved in it at what point do you not look look at that because in order for kanye to make the headlines that match something like balenciaga even though nobody in the mainstream is talking about it it's being talked about a lot um, on independent channels but in other words so kanye is obviously at the top of the headlines well what's he got to do to get at the top of the headlines and show the obvious hypocrisy between and i'm not saying this is a 40 chess move guys this could totally be coincidental it's just something i'm seeing um but in other words it's like okay yeah he said some anti-semitic shit maybe like and let's say he did that's horrible let's call him out on it let's hold him to task let's hold him accountable but then what about balenciaga oh well we're not going to talk about balenciaga um, yeah it's
1: like uh it's like a selective criticism you know mm-hmm. they you know you're if- it's, it's valid to say, okay, if he says something that, you know, that horrific criticize him, that's valid. That's a valid point. But at the same time, if uh, this or other organization with everything they've got going on and um, you know, the demented nature of what they've, you know, my understanding is they, they uh, what they had some kind of uh, something that was, they have a lot of, pedophilia related imagery and some stuff in their ads and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: And for those, for those who aren't familiar with what we're talking about, Balenciaga, very high end, uh, I believe it's like apparel line apparel and accessories, uh, Kim Kardashian, major spokesperson for it. Ironically. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Kanye talk. Yeah. Um, But they just recently had a photo shoot that was released. I'm not sure if it was an ad campaign or what, or just kind of a marketing photos, but within this, there was some very disturbing disturbing images that were very, uh, out, like past the point of, of, of subconscious programming. This is like subconscious, conscious programming, <clears throat> but there's a few pictures. One picture was this, this little girl that was passed out on a couch and in the forefront of the photo was a coffee table with empty, uh, wine glasses and whatnot. So, mm. you know, leading you to connect the dots as to what happened there. And then there's another photo of a, a, a young child. And these kids are, pfft, three, four, five, six years old. Like I'm talking little, little kids. And this kid is holding a teddy bear Hmm. and it's a disheveled room with all kinds of bondage, you know, materials out, but he's holding a teddy bear that's wearing some bondage leather clothing.
1: It's a lot of, it's just basically a lot of exploitation. Yeah. And then the the final, the final photo was,
0: yeah, the final photo was like a, a picture of this book on a, on a table with a bunch of papers and, And if you zoomed in on one of the papers, it was, I believe, a court case or something, or uh, an argument for um, uh, fact check me on this, guys, but it's something about child sexualization or normalizing pedophilia or something like that. Anyway, but the word sexual or sexualized was Mm -hmm. appeared on that paper multiple times. So there's obvious, obvious, this is obvious innuendo towards something highly inappropriate. I don't know how this is for selling purposes or purses, but sorry sorry to cut you off there Brandon but just kind no, of no 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 please this just, not everybody's hearing this story.
1: No to to be fair I haven't uh um, uh myself you know mm-hmm. I I have I just started noticing uh some some posts and seeing some stuff on this. I just I have not had a chance to follow up with this one directly but I get the premise of this and and to go back to Kanye what you were saying it it's true it's like um you can criticize someone, I guess, I guess in our society, everybody's gotten really um, it's, it's this it's such a tribal mindset that people can't think beyond, beyond, you know, what, what they're beyond any criticism of their own tribe. Right. Right. They, They, they won't, they won't criticize their own, their own, Team or their own tribe They they just want to Defeat the other team And I right. think you know, Trump or something like that Yeah and it's so polarized because you have You have some personalities And some voices that just suck all the Oxygen out of the room right like Trump's a big personality so he's a You know he's a big microphone big Megaphone Elon Musk Is another big megaphone right And uh, these guys when they Come in and get into the you know, into the forefront, they take all the oxygen out of the room. So all the, all the focus goes to them. And so it's just attack, 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 attack. Cause they're big, big targets. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it's, it's much easier to use ad hominem than actual argument, logic, ration, reason.
1: Right. And same thing with Kanye. He's a big, you know, he's a big target. So they attack, attack, attack. But to me, I'm like you, it's, it's like, okay, fine. I will, I will attack if it's warranted but I'm not going to ignore this over here if this also warrants an attack or in a criticism. Right. And, and that's where you're, you know, this Balenciaga, I think I said that right. um, Balenciaga uh, organization there, if they're exploiting children or doing things like that, that needs to be criticized. That needs to be pointed out and brought to the forefront as well. Um, You know, I, I think the problem is too, is the media, you know, they create the targets. And so, like you said, we got to look below the surface. So we, we see the real targets, (laughs) but the media is creating false targets and everybody's hitting the false target. Meanwhile, the real targets unscathed under the surface, right? Yeah. So that's also a part of it. And I think you pointing out this, uh, you know, we're kind of our own form of media. This is a huge deal because in health and fitness, And in light of everything that's happened the last couple of years with COVID and everything that's going on there, we have to be uh, alternative voices because those voices, when we tried to be the alternative voice on those other major platforms, many of us were silenced and deplatformed and uh, throttled down in terms of our reach. So a lot of people were probably neglected a lot of advice that might have been life-changing or life-saving during those periods of time. And that's what's scary that's yeah. why that's why speech is so important. If you suppress speech, you actually can kill people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we've seen it happen, right? Yeah. Um, everything that's that's come out to be known about um, about the effects of the covid response, which was censored. You know, we're saying, hey, guys, if we if we keep playing shit out like this, here's the end result. And we weren't allowed to say that. And guess what? Now we're at some of the end result stage we were talking about. And it has literally killed people um yeah feeling hurt
1: i think it's 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 sad, it's terrible and it's frustrating all at the same time but it but in another sense it's it, it's a it's a hard lesson, but nonetheless, here we are talking on this alter- on our own platforms, talking and trying to build that so that we can get into the spectrum. And be an alternative voice. I keep talking about this all the time. This is why this whole concept of parallel economies is so vital, because that centralization of control, centralization of information, the flow of information, centralization of the monetary system, centralization of the medical system, centralization, centralization. And when you get that much power concentrated in these big areas, you get a totalitarian state. And that's what we're facing right now. I mean, on a global scale, right? Right, right. And this is this is a real concern. And so decentralization is the problem. You know what I posted? I posted, I, I'm going to go off base a little bit. Just okay. you know, it applies to what we're talking about. But I find it interesting because you and I have talked about this before, but like uh, the inflation of the dollar, the Fed, right? Yeah. So I posted, I put a poll up on my Facebook page, on my community page. And yeah. I was asking, hey, do you think Bitcoin is a is a good solution to a to the Fed to the Fed inflating the dollar into a centralized digital currency, right? Because Bitcoin right. is not, it's decentralized. It's not a centralized, it's not a, you know, it's not a centralized thing, right?
0: Right. It's blockchain. Oh, well, yeah.
1: I think that's going to be the next battle here, looking downrange, you know, in terms of our money. Because if a centralized currency is terrifying to me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything centralized, you know, because you know, the people that are centralizing it have gone on record saying they're tired of all of us on the planet. And this, guys, this isn't freaking like tinfoil hat shit. This is on, you can find it. People oh, this- all, Multiple people like you're talking Bill Gates, you're talking um uh anyone in the World Economic Forum. Uh You're talking JP
1: Morgan Chase Bank,
0: JP Morgan Chase Bank. Yeah, yes. Right. And, um, you know, saying we have a population problem. And then so, guys, we can't ignore all the things that they've said. And uh, Bill Gates, for example, on record saying that, you know, we have eight billion people on the planet now. Now, 11 billion is doable. But once we get over that, we're past the tipping point. And so long as we do a good job of managing things like vaccines and blah, 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 we'll be able to reduce the world population. Um, And then all of a sudden, boom, people are dropping dead. And like, I'm not saying it's because of the vaccine, but what I am saying is we don't know what it is and we don't seem interested in figuring that out. Um, I don't know if you saw Brandon, but uh, there was a PubMed report that was, let me see if I can pull it up here. It was published. I believe it was last week. It, it, at least it went viral last week. Um, but it said it said that uh, there's a lot of people dying, and they're dying because of coronary stress after mm. getting the vaccine. And uh, they said it's it's highly likely that it's due to the stress from the anti-vaccine rhetoric. So now they're claiming they can't. They can't tell you why people are getting neuropathy, why people are getting myocarditis, why people are dropping dead of heart attacks. They can't tell you any of that. They can't even tell you why we're obese. They just had a meeting this last year. I forget I forget what it was, um, what the name of the committee was, but it's this organization of, you know, all these top scientists and doctors and stuff. And their conclusion at the end of this meeting, at the end of this, this workshop, fucking mm-hmm. seminar, whatever you want to call it, was that we just don't know what causes obesity. These same experts... Yeah. They can't figure out what causes obesity. What can't? What, why people are dropping dead? Why myocarditis is going through the roof? Why? Why we're growing infertile as a race? They can't mm-hmm. figure it out. But they can cause. They can. They can source one single thought, leading yeah. to a stress that's killing people. Yeah, and it just so happens to be a thought that goes against the narrative.
1: Yeah, it's this I'm is. I'm not saying This is <laughs> this is all about control, and and I'm and I'm gonna. Can I do a sh- a small shameless plug here, Jerry?
0: Yeah, do it. Yeah, please, please. I've, got, I've got, an article do
1: I'm work- I got an article I'm working on. It's going to, I'm going to be doing it. It's going to be an audio readout. So it'll be podcast format as well. But the title of it is going to, it's going to, I'm going to give you a little peek. The title is the regression, regression manifesto. The, oh, okay. It's the plan behind the plan to commandeer your life. Okay. Mm. And and so what this comes down to is what you're talking about. Everything is, um, you know, you got to think if you, you you're dumbing down the population, you're 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 controlling the health, which is not a good thing. And the population is obese and less healthy and dependent on meds and all these drugs and all these medications. All right. So they're dumbed down, out of shape, unfit. OK. And then that, and when you do that, you numb a person. People become yes. numb. They become numb souls. They're numbed, numb yes. reality. are yes. dead and inside, then, right? And then when they become numb, they they you get apathy.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally apathetic. Yep,
1: they're apathetic to everything except what's yes. in front of them, right? Yes. And when you have this apathy, you have a you create this uh, kind of this atmosphere, this ecosystem, you know of. Where where you know bad actors can come in and root in to this ecosystem and bully these apathetic this apathetic population. Yes, yes. So that's a sneak peek into this piece, and that's what I love it. Yeah, and I give some historical context to it too. That's really pretty radical. It's pretty cool stuff, but it's it really ties into this. But that's my perspective on this. Why when you say. uh, self-optimization. I love that because that is really the cure to all of this. Correct. It's it's the cure to this entire thing, mental self-optimization, physical.
0: Yes. And that's, that's why, you know, this podcast is called the Sovereign Mind, Body, and Soul. It's like, right. How do you embody, how do you embody that? What you just talked about the essence of what you just said. Right. And that is like, Basically, you know, to paraphrase, and I'm not and I don't want to try to uh, misinterpret or reinterpret what you just said. So I'll just maybe tag this onto what you just said. But when we get in that apathetic state, like you said, like in my coaching model, you know, we talk about a lot of things, but but we talk about choices, and in your choices, there's you know, there's optimal choice, suboptimal, and do nothing. And the do nothing, if it's done out of apathy, is the worst possible choice you can make for yourself and your dream team. And, like you said, I agree, hundred percent we are in an apathetic survival state, in other words, we get put in a survival state. I would say, pff, when we're kids, man, it's like get up, yeah. get ready for school, da da da, come home, do your homework, blah blah blah, did yeah. you get this done, clean your room, and all that's awesome. We have responsibilities, but where do we teach kids that it's okay to be kids? It's okay to have fun we We teach them the opposite we're like okay you're you're too old for that now, you know, act your age, you know that shit yeah and um And so we create this this survival state very early and we never we never get the tools to optimize and thrive in life. We're always just trying to keep up. And like you said, we're being pushed down, suppressed and being made to feel scared about the world we live in. And then we're just walking around in this perpetual child archetype state where it's this dependent state, you know, the apathetic adult becomes that lost child. Hmm. Um, that just doesn't know what's up and what's down. And they'll look at you and say, which way is up? Which way is down? Tell me what to think today. Right. Yeah, Yeah. And uh, yeah, I love what you said about that is the, that is the answer is is it starts at the individual level. The collective does not heal without individual work.
1: Right. And that's the founders understood that right. Better than anybody. Yeah. I mean, they understood that whole principle. It's, that's the thing is, like, you know, when you talk about free speech, you know, I'm thinking, you know, we have the First Amendment. They're trying to do away with that. And yeah. when you have an apathetic community, they're, they're apathetic. They're, free speech isn't just about going out here and uh, being able to speak at the restaurant and order what you want for lunch on the menu. That's... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's part of free speech, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, re- yeah the, the real, the real, the real <laughs> function, the real essence of free speech is being able to be a dissonant voice. You know, yeah. against uh, your government. Yes. That's the entire point. And yes. and so when they establish that, you have when you have an apathetic population, if they're not exercising that right. Then they're losing that right.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. And speaking of apathy, what about politicians that won't even fucking debate? And then they supposedly win elections against
1: Katie Hobbs and that Arizona mess is. I don't even. It's that's the most disgusting. That is a we're seeing pure pure fraud. In they were certified right. under under duress yesterday. Unbelievable under threat
0: of arrest for not certifying, and. Um, Katie Hobbs, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Katie Hobbs filed a motion to sue if elections weren't certified. Now she is the Secretary of State, so she's in charge of the election.
1: That's so corrupt, man. It's it is,
0: and it it's it's is a that objectively is a- speaking, that is corruption. Objectively, even if it's the
1: definition,
0: <laughs> even if everything's on the up and up, even if every single vote was counted, even if nobody did anything nefarious, by definition. That is corruption.
1: It is. It's, it is you it cannot is. have
0: people certify under duress. Why do you have certifiers and electors if, if you just tell them what to do?
1: So we want to, you know, you're just willfully giving the, you know, allowing the uh, fox to guard the hen house. You know, you're just, you're just yes. allowing, allowing that to happen. Okay, yeah, we'll trust the fox to guard the hen house or the right. wolf, you know. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then what's that say about the people that vote for that, right? They don't want debate yeah
0: like and to your point earlier like you know basically what i heard out of what you said was like this the state of being that we're in was created am i correct is is that
1: yeah like it's it is uh you know it's been a so so yeah i think i i feel like um i i, I use this quote before i've spoke this before and it's so broad but it gets to the heart of everything was the late i heard uh uh the great Steve Bannon quote, Andrew Breitbart once saying that Breitbart said that politics is downstream from culture. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Meaning, meaning however you influence the culture, you get the desired political outcome, good yeah. or, bad, good or yeah. bad. And however yeah. you slice that, right. Yeah, Exactly. That's reality, right. Exactly. How however you define that with yourself?
0: Exactly. So,
1: so that's true. And so all I'm saying is, and what you're saying is the culture that we've developed over the last I would say the last half century or more uh really the last 60 70 years um uh, I would go back and even get put some blame on FDR a lot of blame on LBJ yeah uh, yeah now I'll tell you I'll tell you a distant voice to that was uh, or before or, or real contrast to them was JFK
0: yeah yeah
1: and I talk about him in this latest piece and what he did historically. He was big on fitness, you know. Uh President Eisenhower was big on fitness. Um, this, you know, this established the Council on Youth Physical Fitness, right? Yeah. And so we had a different culture then, you know, coming out of World War II, uh, we had uh a strong place with the economy, with the communities. We were making big strides technologically. You had uh mechanization with the uh, factories and the farms so the the factory workers and the farmers they weren't working manual laborers it wasn't as physically intensive and so the difference between the culture then and now is that back then citizens were actually concerned about that they were yeah. cons- they were concerned from a fitness from a health standpoint right yeah so that's when jfk he got involved with this and he you know established that council kind of piggybacked off Uh, president eisenhower's council on physical fitness and then grew it into a grassroots kind of a thing he didn't mandate it but he he made it a grassroots made it cool made it popular in terms of youth fitness and all that right so he kind of pushed that to the forefront and then you see that then now you think about that and contrast it with today where we have an obesity rate that's 40 percent and nobody is optional no, nobody's concerned nobody cares it's fat shaming. <laughs> it's, it's it's what do you call it the
0: self-body positivity movement. like i'm all for like self-positivity and i'm all for but if you are at an unhealthy if you are in an unhealthy state to brag about that is bullshit it's yeah. bullshit you are selling yourself short you're choosing to live in mediocrity and if that is what you're choosing to do fine do it but don't act like it's okay don't act like other people should do it because fitness is not an option. It's not optional. You, it, it, When you talk about that's like saying it's optional to put an air filter in your car. That's like saying it's optional when your spark plugs die to yeah. change them. It's not fucking optional. It's not optional. To put gas in your car. And I'm only coming at this hard in the paint. I like if you don't have time to exercise or it's not your thing, whatever, I don't judge you. But what I'm saying is we've created this culture where it's about earning, it's about um, uh, uh, facading. You know, what's your image? What? How much do you make? Or what is it? How much does it look like you make? It doesn't matter if you make yeah. fifty thousand a year, or two hundred thousand a year. If you look like you make two hundred thousand a year, then you're succeeding. Um, but you know, if you've got time, maybe make some time to go and take care of your health. But you know, do it for like a six month stint, uh, stint, and then give up for two years, and then do it for six months and give up yeah. for two years. And that's really where we're at. And and it's like, I don't go to the gym. Why? I got more important shit to do. Or I don't hike. Or I don't play basketball or tennis or whatever. And it's like, do you really, I mean, from a spiritual perspective, does that make any fucking sense? Mm -mm. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And uh, we've we've gotten programmed and dumbed down so bad that we honestly, we honestly believe that being healthy and feeling good is for other people because my life situation just doesn't allow it.
1: Yeah, and you know what kills me too is that, and I'm sure you've come across this, is, is some people, they, view, they look at it like, uh, too, even if they, I'd like to hire a coach and maybe they have the means. Okay, if you don't have the means, I'm not bashing it. You can yeah. still do things on your own, but when people do have the means, and they, I hear sometimes they'll, well, I'd love to hire hire a coach or hire a trainer, but I'm, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, that's a luxurious lifestyle. It's yeah, it's a luxury. luxury. A <laughs> luxury. It's luxury. Instead of a if they have an injury, they're broken posture, they can't work. They're yeah. starting to be overweight. They can't yeah. have. They have all these medical conditions. And they're miserable
0: and they don't know why.
1: They're miserable, constantly going to the doctor, constantly spending med, med uh, uh, money on meds, meds and and sleep aids and all this stuff. And then they don't. It's a luxury. Instead, it's of a luxury.
0: The, and then and then you and then all of a sudden there's a there's a picture of them buying a new car on Facebook or yeah or going or on vacation. And and guys, this isn't this is. If you're listening and you're getting triggered, please just just visit that. Visit where that's coming from. Okay, if this right, is triggering right. you, this isn't like this is us just talking. This is us just talking. But the essence of what we're saying isn't from a judgmental stance, right? No, it might, no, it no. might come across that way, but it's it, it, it's it's from a position of caring and seeing what, what's going on in this world. But if you really if you really think that investing in yourself and your health is too much of a luxury for you to invest in, yet you will go and take a vacation to like Disneyland. Revisit that and you're going to buy a new car, like revisit that. And also ask yourself this, if laying down five, 10, $15,000 to, you know, in your health, whether that be in coaching, whether that be in a health retreat, whatever the case may be, but honestly think about like, just throw a number out there, 20,000 bucks, right? I'm going to put 20,000 bucks into myself this year. And if you think about that and it just makes your head spin, like you're like no fucking way. Look at that. Cause how much did your last car cost? How much did your house cost? How much did you pay in taxes on your house this year? Now you need to live in a house. Absolutely. But you will not balk at those new taxes that come out. You might balk, but what are you really doing about it? But when you got an opportunity to invest in yourself, the thing is, is what you are likely avoiding expense wise in the future is that heart surgery, right? That, that widowmaker hits when you're on the basketball court. If you're lucky and you survive, that heart surgery is going to cost you a lot. Getting a stint is not cheap. And over 50% of the people die from some heart-related illness. It was 50% until recently. And, and then on top of that, you got other things like metabolic conditions. you got autoimmunity. You've got uh, diabetes. You've got cancer and all these things. And just because science hasn't proven a direct correlation, use your head. Use your head. Science isn't going to study that because who funds the scientific studies? Right. The people making the drugs. Right. And so like, if you're sitting around waiting for science to prove something that you know to be true – um, really look at that, but all in all big picture, if you don't see investing in yourself as something that's an option, you've got to ask yourself why you've got to ask yourself why.
1: Yeah. And it, it's a, it is, and that, that's an excellent point. And, uh, and yeah, this is not for those of you that are listening. First of all, Jerry and I both appreciate it. First of all, if you yes, are, we, you. <laughs> whether you agree with us or not, we appreciate you listening. It's not. This is not about judging. This is two guys talking that have been in the industry for several years, uh, both of us and and it's also just an objective observation. You know, you see a car crash, well, you know, car 1 T-bone car 2. That's yeah. an objective observation. We've been in this business for a long time. These are objective observations. From yes. our and These are what
0: we've correct these are exactly what we've helped people correct in their life that made them see the light and feel and look and perform so much better. So this isn't, I mean, yeah, it's anecdote, but this isn't just us conjecturing on what we think the problem is. This is what we've sourced the problem with in our friends, family, clients, and helped them to reverse it. And then saw all these things that we're talking about disappear. You're not led by emotions anymore. You're not, you're not following irrational uh, contradicting narratives that both can't be true in the same fucking house, but you believe them both. That's the type of stuff we're talking about.
1: Yeah. And this is all about, you know, like from where we're coming from, it's like I'm always trying, you know, I'm trying to communicate. And I know you probably think this way, too. We're communicating the same message to people. We're just trying to come at it from a lot of different angles, you know? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. It's the same message. We're
1: just trying to figure out different ways to, to convey that message so it sticks with people. You yeah, know, that's that's the commu- art of communication, right? Yep. Uh, I got a quote here I wrote down that I saw. It was uh from Thucydides, uh, the philosopher Thucydides, and he was speaking at uh, another guy, another one, uh, another philosopher's uh, funeral, Pericles. And okay. he says Thucydides says uh, at Pericles' funeral, he stated that the secret of happiness is freedom, and the secret of freedom, courage.
0: Oh, I love
1: it. And the reason I bring that up is when we get back to the free speech component in this day and age, to be a dissonant voice requires courage. Yes. And if we're going if we're going to have freedom, as he said, we need courage. And with that, we got to use it. We got to act on that courage and be that voice. Absolutely. So this is the thing: is I'm I'm seeing this with you in this conversation, and I hope if someone's listening, I hope a light bulb goes off. You know, if there's just one person here and that light bulb goes off, and it and it it really is the catalyst for them to go out and start making strides to be self optimal, and to also spread this message. You know, that's power. Mm-hmm. That's agency. That's human agency. That's power. And that's, I think you and I, you know, we, we can see that's all you and I are doing this. That's the whole reason we're doing this because we want to set off a cataclysmic reaction of this to just go throughout society and overwhelm society. Because if we had that world, God, we might, we wouldn't even probably have, we wouldn't be having this, uh,
0: well, and that's, that brings up a very good point. You know, when you think about free speech, it's like, why is free speech an issue? Well, because we all have different things that we're, that we're picking out of this mess of information and drawing different conclusions. But here's, here's the thing is, like, if they've got such a problem with dissenting information, on what planet do anti-fascists decide to utilize the strategy of censorship and personal attacks in lieu of debate, <laughs> yeah. let's just skip debate, and let's let's go right to censorship, mass confusion. Not one time during the whole coronavirus pandemic, being called out, being called all sorts of names from murderer, serial killer, psychopath, sociopath. Uh, did Anthony Fauci not defend himself in a debate? Now, the reason why we're screaming from the rooftops, and as you put it, very very eloquently. Trying to hit it from all different angles. The only reason why we have to be that creative is because none of the experts who we're supposed to follow, none of the scientists and doctors who we're supposed to trust,
1: Mm-mm.
0: will step on that stage and have a logical, rational debate. Now, I have seen mm. debates like in college campuses, various organizations, you know, uh, young people trying to make a difference in the world. Debating each other on stage, and I'm going to tell you, every single one I've seen, and it could be because of the quote-unquote echo chamber that I live in, even though I've, I look into all sources of information, um, it's just some of them are straight-up fucking clown world. <laughs> um, but but <laughs> from strange. what I've seen in, in these like offline non-sponsored debates is people with the leftist mindset, and again, when I say leftist, it's not political, it's mindset. Correct. The leftist mindset, they get destroyed. And I'm talking everything from from the vaccines to COVID, lockdown response to abortion. Mm -hmm. Because eventually there is a point where you debate somebody who doesn't give a fuck about your feelings. And you give an emotional response and they just calmly, stoically nod their head and re-ask the question.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And you can't keep dodging a question with emotions without looking silly and losing the debate.
1: And I and that's the thing, you know, I don't, my thing is, I, believe it or not, I've had a few discussions, debates with people um, that in the past where they challenged my belief when I was younger, some beliefs and I, I clashed with them. Right. Yeah. But I didn't get, I'm not going to lie. Did I feel emotional? Yeah, I got well, yeah, hell, out. yeah. Feel it. <laughs> yeah, but, damn uh, right. <laughs> I did, truthfully. Full disclosure. Yeah, I felt angry, right? But yeah. but uh I didn't allow that anger to uh to to overcome me and lash out at them. And 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 instead, I I I worked to suppress it and keep or keep it under the surface. And I tried to listen to what they were saying. And in a couple of instances, they try, they changed my thinking.
0: Yeah. Things, yeah. Same here. You know? Yeah. I've
1: had my th- thinking change as well. Absolutely. And, and that is a, that is a, it's a difficult, it's a difficult thing to go through, but it is on the other side of it liberating because you can just look at it instead of looking at it like uh man, I got beaten to see my egos kicking in. I got beat in this, uh, in this debate, this discussion, instead of thinking that way, it was more I could swallow that pill easier when I looked at it and said, you know what? That's kind of cool. I just learned something. Yeah. You know, I just I Mm -hmm. learned I learned something. So now I I can can I see this? Can I apply this? Can I? Yeah, it makes sense, you know, and then and then you start kind of you get into a growth uh, mindset, right? You get Mm -hmm. into a growth mindset. So you start to you engage and you, you discuss, engage and learn and grow from it. And that sounds so cliche, but in the, in this context of a real life experience, when people go through that, that's a powerful thing. You know, that's, that's life changing, you know?
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, man.
1: And I, um, I think, I think we need, that's why we're, I think it's important. I'm trying, I try to get people, cause I see a lot of people in my feed You know, and they, I've talked to several of these people in person and they tend to have a, I guess, a caring voice when it comes to the state of affairs and whatever. But I never see them be vocal enough about it. Mm -hmm. They're quiet. Yeah. Self-censorship. And yeah, and that part is, we're beyond that part right now. We need that growth we yeah. need that we need that that we need people to headbutt we need it because yes. on the other side of it was it hegel right mm-hmm. Heigl, you got you got uh thesis antithesis yep. they clash on the other side you got something else right you yes. got synthesis, synthesis. yep synthesis so we need we need to be that that opposing hammer you know to get yeah. hit the status quos hammer we need to go head to head And we need something else on the other side of this because what we've got is not working.
0: Yeah. It's like the DNA, the DNA of, of health, right? Like, or, or, um, appropriate, uh, appropriate consensus. Uh, like what you just described, that would be the DNA of it would be, what is the thesis? What is the antithesis? And what is the synthesis of that? And that only comes from spirited debate. Right. Right. Which we do not have. I mean, you just go on Twitter right now and just, if you guys are on Twitter, go on Twitter and just look up any Elon Musk post and then <laughs> and then go through the comments. And whatever you think about Elon, that's not what this is about. Go through the comments and you tell me how many of those people are really interested in anti-fascism and free speech. Yeah. Not no. a fucking one of them. Not one of them. They don't give a shit. And it doesn't matter what the guy is saying, you cannot purport. Canceling, banning, censoring, shutting them up in the name of quote unquote hate as you are spewing vile, condemnating hate onto somebody with your words as you're condemning hate. That's not how this world works. Not yeah. if you want it to world, if, actually, that's a lie. That's probably how this world works, but um, it's yeah. it's not an effective way to go about things. So, Brandon, as we're nearing, nearing the end of this talk today, man, I want to thank you for coming on. It's, it's as always, the time flew Brandon, and uh, it was a talk, great discussion. Uh, wow. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, we're almost there. Wow, right? where did it go? Man? That yeah, was easy. Yeah, where did
0: it go? Um, but we, we'll we'll do it again. I, I know I know we will. But uh, uh, one, where can where can everybody find you? And uh, two, if you could say, if you could give uh, give the people one message from Brandon Ritchie,
1: mm-hmm. what would so, it be? So right now, so okay, uh, I'll do the message first. I think right now goes back to what I was just talking about. Um, first of all, you need to, I think you need to, um, if, you, if anyone's listening to this and if you have any kind of doubt or fear or any of that, that, that voice, that inner voice to talk you out of doing something that you think would make your life better, that you know would make your life better and those lives around you better. That's ethical. All right. Moral and ethical and all those things. Right. Not not illegal. Yeah. <laughs> not just financially better, but better holistically. If you have something that you're thinking about doing, but you're, you have a doubtful voice, that doubtful voice is what's called what's what I refer to as the doubt monster. And that doubt monster is that that is nothing but negativity. And it's a lie. It is a lie. That's a lie talking to you. And it takes, it only takes a little bit to feed the doubt monster. But once that thing breaks out of its cage, it's going to require everything you got to wrestle it back down and put it in the cage and throw away the key. So the idea is to leave that thing shut in and toss the key and don't ever let it out and work on that self optimization. And in doing so, come into your strength. You will come into your strength and come into your strength and and use your voice. Use your agency. Use your action. We need this now in this society more than ever. The world needs it. The world is starving for it. And I don't care what your background is. I don't care how much money you've made. I don't care what you've done. The world needs you now. It doesn't matter what you, it does matter what you've done in the past. I get it. I'm not diminishing what you've done in the past. If you've done great things, what I'm saying is what matters is the now the here and now people need you now and they need your action. Now that's my, that's my message is I want people to understand that you are moving forward to express and come into your strength and be that voice, be that dissonant voice. We need it. If we don't use it, we lose it. You know,
0: couldn't agree more, man. Couldn't agree and, more. Powerful.
1: And, and yeah, as far as where to find me, you can find me on the Substack. Please subscribe if you can, if you want to get the latest updates. it's uh, I've run the articles in the podcast from there. It's uh, brandonrichie.substack.com. I think Jerry's got it here in the ticker below.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, and for those listening on the audio, I'll put it in the show notes.
1: Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. And I'm also on Spotify as, as Jerry's sovereign mind body is. On Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple. So, if you feel free, if you like the podcast and you listen, you want to support us, give us both a five star rating. We need it on Spotify. It gets us up into the rankings. So, you guys, we need all the help we can to be these dissonant voices. And and Jerry, I appreciate you very much, man, and and for having me on. I want to. By the way, and all this chaos, I've had a little time to start watching this show, Yellowstone. Okay? Oh yeah, 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 in yeah. Montana, man. There's I've got backyard. to go. Come- I gotta come to Montana. I don't. Yeah,
0: yeah. A lot of that was filmed right here in Missoula. Uh, Yeah, Ruby's Cafe.
1: We go there for breakfast all the time. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man! Whose cabin is that? It's It's more
0: beautiful than than on the on the uh, on the on the on the show too.
1: Man, I'm (laughs) a Georgia guy, so I'm sure you know. I I, I'd like to go to Montana, man. Come on over, man. You got a place to to stay. stay. <laughs> but uh you know whose cabin is that that they live in that big mansion do you know That's uh that's in Darby Montana
0: and uh if i remember right i think it's actually Kevin Costner's cabin but i fish i fish right behind that thing uh, if it's the one i'm thinking of um wow yeah if it's the one i'm thinking of it could be uh, i might be thinking of a different one um but uh i fish in Darby a lot so wow um, wow yeah, 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 down, I'll be- take you to Darby we'll go fishing man it's great fishing up there west fork yeah. of the west fork of the bitterroot river Comes out of Painted Rocks Reservoir there. Big bull trout. Nice cutthroats. throats. Yeah. Uh, that's going on
1: the bucket list, Jerry.
0: All righty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, that's awesome. No, I appreciate you having me very much.
0: Always Thank a pleasure, you. brother. Always a pleasure. And I appreciate everybody for tuning in and, and listening until the end. If you're interested in this, like Brandon said, you can find him on Substack, BrandonRitchie.substack.com. That's Brandon Common Spelling, Richie, R-I-C-H-E-Y. Uh, at dot sub dot com, you can also uh find him uh on Spotify, the official sub stack or the official podcast, the official podcast of the, of the Brandon uh, Richie,
1: yeah, official sub stack podcast of Brandon Richie. If the you go in podcast. yeah, yeah, you go to the sub stack and uh, you'll see the you can see it there, you can subscribe, and then uh, I'm also on Facebook and get her, uh, same way, just look me up,
0: just look him up, and uh. If you're interested in his services, just reach out and see what see what kind of availability he has. And uh, same with me, you guys. If ever you need anything, you know where to find me, jerry at biohackingtruth.com. You can reach me direct, 406-241-3763. We can talk about your situation, talk about your plan, and get you going towards that self-optimization. All right, guys. As always, peace, much love, and live well.